0: Smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, the first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is Andy, who will be the demon with you this evening. Today's a special, special episode, because we're not talking over Skype, We're, (laughs) we're talking in person. So, yes, yes. Uh even though Andy still takes a delayed response as if he was speaking on Skype. <laughs> that's just who he is. Spoiler alert, there was no delay on Skype. <laughs> We're talking about the 6th episode. <laughs> that's right. We're talking about the 6th episode of uh Doctor Who season 11. It's called Demons of the Punjab. Uh and it's it's a pretty interesting kind of important episode. Before we talk about that, let's talk about some news, some Doctor Who news. There's only one topic, a couple topics that I want to talk about. First is the first issue of the Doctor Who comic book series has been released. It happened, uh, I think it was Wednesday, I'm not entirely sure, between uh, the last episode and this episode. For, s- for some reason, there's not really a title for the Doctor Who story. There usually is, uh, but I'm not seeing one right now. Maybe that'll change because the, ser- the the arc, the story arc, is not yet finished. It might take a few articles before it actually finishes and when that happens i'll probably do a quick mini sode podcast episode on that actual actually I, s- I sent you the comic you should check it out you should check out that ar- article and if you like what you're reading and if you're interested in reading the prequel comics got those two really though the prequel comics that lead up to it are very important but at the same time What they deal with is the three previous Doctors, so David Tennant, Matt Smith, and Peter Capaldi. They all have entire short stories, and then it cuts out, says, the end for now, and then it has a very short, very, very short story uh, that connects it to the 13th Doctor comic series. But the main thing is this comic series. It just came out, pretty cool. Uh, For the most part, it feels... Like the current Doctor, which is cool. The only thing that it's got wrong is that Graham says Doctor instead of Doc. Uh, But that's it. The rest of it actually feels pretty authentic with what you expect out of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. Um, And the art's pretty good, too. So check that out if you haven't already. Also, an update to the No Christmas special rumor that's been going around that we talked about last week. There's one little update, and that is an official... Announcement from BBC that says that it is too early to quote-unquote quote, confirm any schedule. <laughs> now, they didn't say comment on any schedule or anything like that. It was it's too early to confirm any schedule. Basically, they, it sounds like they haven't decided whether they want to play it on Christmas or on New Year's. Right. They're just saying the episode is not going to be themed for Christmas. That's right. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about this, too, when it comes down to specials. You were talking last time about if they made specials, that you would prefer maybe seasonal, like uh, fall, autumn, whatever, spring. Well, really, I, I would prefer something that's sort of in between episodes. So, so like, the, the end of the this season will be in December – Let's say next season comes next year and it would start in October, then maybe something in like April would be nice for for a special, just to sort of break up the uh hiatus. March, man. March? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Saint Patty's, right? Is that March? <laughs> I don't know. Oh uh, don't really don't really do Saint Patrick's Day apparently. Um, but I was thinking about other TV shows when they do specials in general, too, when it's not talking about a holiday. What kind of specials do we normally see? Well, a musical. <laughs> musical special? You can do a musical special if the actors were up for singing. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like if you want to be an actor, if you're in the United States and you want to be an actor, one of the few things you have to do to uh, prove that you can act is also if you can sing because that just seems to be everybody these days. Demons of the Punjab, sixth episode here. And uh, I told Andy this uh, a few days ago, too, that I think this is probably my second favorite, second best episode of the season. And that's for a few different reasons why. Uh, The first main reason is this is another historical episode. It's talking about uh, a topic that we really haven't seen much of from, say, Doctor Who, but really anything else. I haven't seen a topic like this that's covering uh, the separation from India and uh, Pakistan, which is a historical event, apparently in the 1940s. It's something you don't hear about much at all, honestly. Um, and the whole atmosphere. It's something I had, I, I'm sh- I believe I had been taught this you know, growing up, but it's something I didn't remember, really, and so I, you know, I knew there was some, some uh, relationship between the two countries, but I had completely forgotten about yeah this history, and tell me if this episode doesn't just feel unlike anything you've ever really seen before on, from Doctor Who, it just feels so different, maybe because it's, uh, location the, is the like, location, yeah. the topic, everything just feels different like it's is not typical from what you would expect. I would say there's one episode it does remind me of and that's the um Twice Upon a Time and that's because of the enemy. Manish. Yeah, Manish apparently <laughs> was uh I, was it Manish or <laughs> I don't know. But um, it is Indian. Yeah. But um so in Twice upon a time, you have the doctor thinks that you know there's this enemy that's coming for them, and it en- ends up just being somebody who's who's who visit who visits somebody right before they die, in order to gather their memories. And again, the doctor in this one thinks it's an enemy that's trying to kill people. Turns out they're just visiting people before they die. In this case, to just uh, what was it? To they wanted to. Um, respect the lives of the people who are dying alone, okay. because they and their f- their family and their planet died out. So and they died out alone. Nobody knew. Uh, so that's why they do it. They they want to be around people who are dying alone to honor their lives. Um. So another reason why I really like this episode is because it's actually super important to Yaz, which. You know, we haven't seen so much of Yaz. I mean, we did with with uh, the spider episode too. I I think we focused on a little all, bit on her a lot, um, at least in the modern in the modern settings. Like with the when we had the uh, spider attack, and then we had this episode that starts out in the modern setting when she's talking to her grandmother. But this is all Yaz. This is her ancestry. Yeah. So it's about her grandmother. And uh, she want to learn more about her life. So basically, they go back in time by uh, what is it? They they it's the watch. use the psychic connection on the watch that yeah, she's, she's given. She's given the watch as a gift, and it turns out it was uh, well, it was her grandmother's watch as as a wedding present, which she thought was her grandfather. That That's what the, basically what she was told. Right, but it wasn't, and so the TARDIS tracks the watch back to. This border between India and Pakistan, which wasn't a border yet. Right. They were they were making the wall, and hard times were about to follow because apparently after this actual separation, historically speaking, hun- hundreds of thousands of people die. Or oh. Just because um, separating a nation is not easy to deal with. The independence from India in 1947 resulted in mass displacements and death. What is a mass displacement? Moving people from one place to another. Well, it sounds more like chopping them in half and moving one side <laughs> that way and no. one side the other way. No. Manish was the guy. Not it anything. was not the alien. Got it. Because they weren't the enemy. They, yeah, they weren't. Which one are these? <laughs> <laughs> it's not so oh, the, Jerrians. The-, the Jerrians. The Jerrians. The Jerrians. The Thajarians are the alien enemy in this. They're like the bad guys that you see in Power Rangers. A little bit like... I I thought they reminded me of of the Sycorax. The Sycorax or the the bad guys in the village. Yes, yes. I can't remember what those things were called, if they were called anything in the movie. Uh, Anyways, so they travel back, and we're about to witness a couple things. We're about to witness a marriage between his grandmother and a man she knows is not her grandfather. So we're already thinking we have some kind of irregularity in the time timeline or something that they did, but that's not actually the case. This actually happened. Her grandmother was about to marry a man and
1: that did. was not her
0: yeah and did and a man that was not her grandfather. And while that's going on, we got the separation that's going on. So, so she's trying to figure out what's going on with her family history and hoping that she doesn't fade away like in Back to the Future as this episode is, you know, the subtitle of this episode is Back to the Future. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, we got, we got a romance thing going on in, in time, right? And you also have you know, the th- idea of not wanting to fade away. Another episode this sort of reminds me of, Father's Day. A little bit, a little, a little bit. Yeah, that that episode from season one with Rose. Yep, where she meets her father. But it's sort of it's sort of the same sort of situation where you got to be really careful about your family history. You could screw something up and, okay. and cause yourself to not exist, or cause giant uh, paradox dragons or whatever they were to appear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, the paradox dragons. Uh, <laughs> all right. So they're trying to figure out this mystery. But also they can't really interfere because if they do something wrong and they step on a butterfly, then yeah, it ceases to exist. But at the same time, we have some alien threat going on. There was a holy man that is set to marry uh, her grandparents, but he dies. And when he dies, they see these two alien creatures, you know, hanging hanging around before they zip into nothingness. Transmat, yeah, transmat. Mm-hmm. Transmat. That's also another thing that was in. S- all the, uh, Season 1 is actually in Classic Who as well. But Transmat Beaconary. Yep. <laughs> and when they they go to follow the Transmat, they end up in this alien spaceship, which, once again... Looks is like shaped, a TARDIS. It's shaped just like a TARDIS. They really like this TARDIS. It's like they're using old sets of TARDIS that they don't care to use anymore, and they're just... But they, no, they don't, though, because they always go back to those, and they still exist. <laughs> I guess, but it just... Uh, it just they, every episode now, is just... Now it's kind of a drinking game. Gotta figure out which room is gonna look like the TARDIS. But it's the alien room, and uh, this is kind of where they. I don't know. I don't think they really learn anything in this room, do they? They find out. Well, the, first of all, they find out what the aliens are, which makes the doctor think that they're the deadliest assassins in the universe. Which, again. Usually. By the way, <laughs> why isn't Ever just like a sort of okay assassin? Or, <laughs> you know, it's always the deadliest or the craziest. You know, it's always something like that. Yeah, it's it's it has to be at one extreme or the other. And and we know that they were targeting the uh the religious guy. The we, doctor At this point we think they were they were they killed the uh holy man. Yeah, because that's what it looks like and the doctor knows of them as assassins and then suddenly there she sees these assassin guys around this guy that was dead. So Yep. So what uh, So well, she steals their computer. Or whatever, whatever it was. Flash drive. Basically giant, giant, whatever the heck that, I don't even know what that's supposed to be. It's a (laughs) nuclear bomb. That's what it looks like, yeah, but it's, it's sort of, it was sort of their computer with information about them, I think. Wasn't it? Sure. Well, she takes that, and then they, they all zap back out, but then, don't they zap back right back in. Yeah, there were traps. There were like transmat traps of some kind where yeah bo- booby traps. Before before the doctor grabbed them, grabbed the traps. They would keep zapping in and out of transmats. I I feel like if I was zapped through one of these transmat beams, on the other side of wherever I'm getting transmatted to, I I feel like I would throw up. I I don't know. It just seems like that's the the. I like feel the same about the flash whenever the flash saves somebody <laughs> but the f- flash physically moves from one spot to the next and this is like teleportation okay either that either you would throw up when the flash saves you or you would ex- you your body would explode because it can't handle the pressure of that speed <laughs> no there is one guy that throws up every time he moves in quick in the flash right it's the it's the dude from arrow oh yeah uh, oh yeah that's uh Diggle, Diggle, he throws up every time he moves fast. But we're off topic. Podcasts always go off topic. All right, so we are uh, we're trying to figure out what to do next, but we're also uh, we're also t- still talking about the marriage because it's really important that love finds a way, and we're all happy, even though this isn't her grandfather. So what do we do now? Well, if we if we find out that it wasn't the aliens that killed the holy guy right okay and she creates an anti-alien bug spray bug spray i don't know what the heck it is but it it was like it was an anti thing that keeps them away for a short while it's part of the reason why she grabbed the computer i think what she like reverse engineered it to make sure that the aliens don't come by them at least for a short period while they try to figure out how to fix it themselves it's like this entire, like, witchcrafty thing uh, where she needs a bunch of ingredients, random ingredients to uh, put in this boiling. Oh, you know what that reminded me of? Uh, Keenan and Kel. Sure. Yeah. You remember at the end of the episode, <laughs> they would always say, I need this, I need this. And it's always just these random items that make no sense for anything. Yeah. And then, oh, it here it goes. Yeah, all that's right. what that reminded me of. Yeah. I It just reminded me of witchcraft, but all right. <laughs> I'm going for chicken feet and whatever. But anyway, the aliens like transmit her back to the ship and explain, "Yo, we're not assassins. We are respecting the dead." It's like, "Hey, man, why are you why are you messing this up? You just you you want the people who are dying to have no honor? That's what the doctor wants. Yes. No honor." <laughs> but she finds out that their people died, and I mean, I could have used. Something similar to the point where she's like, oh, my people died too. But at the same time, they didn't. They fixed that. Right, yeah. And it doesn't seem like they super want to reference much of the past, at least in this season. You know what's interesting? I saw an article post about this in the the last episode, the one with the flying hospital. Flying hospital? Oh, 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 you mean the spaceship. Yep. Is that the last episode? I'm think I'm thinking like a floating hospital. That that makes me think of like uh the first episode with yeah. Martha. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> like what? No, the spaceship, the space uh hospital, okay. There's a but, moment. There's a moment where somebody was talking about the doctor being in a chapter of a book. Yeah. And then she said, I think it was more like a volume. Yeah. People were saying that that reversed, that little statement reversed what basically Matt Smith did by making him stay under the radar. Yeah. In in history. Either that, or he was unsuccessful. That's right. <laughs> he did it for a couple episodes, and then he's back to being well, very no, well known. I, in uh, if you if you have the Blu-rays, there are some deleted, not deleted scenes, but like mini episodes. Where he actually erases himself from entire databases and things like that. like So they, they, they expand on that a little bit on the Blu-rays and DVDs, but... Uh, it never really seemed like it stuck very much, so... Anyways, when she learns about these people's lives, uh, their planets being dead, and they are there to honor people dying alone, she also learns that the man who is not... Yaz's grandfather is set to be one of these folks that dies. And, you know, that it's becoming a little bit of a theme where the doctor has to idly sit by and not do anything for something so big and emotionally driven. Like uh, with Rosa. Mm-hmm. Like they can't do anything with that. And, again, with this character here, they know he's about to die. But they can't do anything to stop it. Because if they did, then Yaz wouldn't be born. That's right. That would that that's what's more important. Uh, well, in well, the other episode they couldn't do it because uh, you know Rose, Rosa Parks needed to do what but, she needed yeah. to do. That was important. And then this one they couldn't do it because Yaz wouldn't be born. But there are other episodes. I kind of I kind of like the way they handle it in some of the other episodes as well, where you know they go out setting okay, we're, we're going to maybe try to fix this, and they ended up causing it in the end, you know, that sort of thing. I, I sort of like that, too. Yeah, I like I like that, but... And obviously, Doctor Who, throughout the years, has always been this whole um, a moment in history you can't change, right? Fixed point. Fixed point in time. It's often a theme where they can't do anything specific for one specific thing. But I like the way that they're handling it with Jodie. Hers seems to be a little bit more draining for her or more emotional for her not to be able to do anything. Uh, And I think part of that, part of why it feels like that is how they're handling the music. The music this season on how they're doing emotional scenes specifically it's unlike any of the other seasons, in my opinion. Well, you have a different composer, and I notice it's they don't do this new composer. They don't do sort of what you normally expect with like sort of the epic moments in uh, previous seasons. It's a little different, focusing on the tone and stuff. is not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not good at describing music, but but it, it's it's a different it's it's a different style than what we're used to for sure. All right, so our folks get married. Not her folks. (laughs) The old people. Well, the old people in the future, which we all are in the future. All Uh, right. But anyway, we find out that, that, like I said earlier, that the uh, brother of, what was his name? His name was Prem, right? Prem was the guy getting married. Yeah, so his brother, which Mm. was Manish. Manish. (laughs) Manish or Manish. Manish. I don't know. Manish, I don't know. Manish, I don't remember. But um but he was the one that killed the holy guy because he didn't want a Muslim to be married to a Hindu. Yep, racism. Yep. And uh and so he was about to kill his brother basically for the same reason. I don't think he wanted to kill his brother. He just wanted the marriage to end. He did, but then he was going to get the gun. Because at that point, it was like desperation. Yeah. Um, the aliens actually showed the doctor who killed the holy man, so she knew already. Uh, we didn't, right, we didn't see, see it. We didn't see it, but they said, we could show you. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was thinking he just died of old age. The brother go goes to get the gun. I was thinking, thinking maybe, you know, at the beginning of the episode, they come across the old man, they offer him a ride, and he's like, no, I'm going to walk. I'm like, well, maybe he shouldn't have walked. (laughs) The guy goes, the guy's the gun, and he goes to meet up with his other racist buddies on horses. Um, And Prim, Prim, goes to stop him because he's his brother. And this is obviously the... The moment where Prem is to die. How is he dying alone if all these people are around him when they kill him? I mean, they're the ones that kill him, but there's plenty of people around him. Yeah, I don't know. Because no one's there to help him, maybe. You know, from that far away shot where you kind of see him talking to the guys on the horses, while which is basically what the doctor and them were looking at. Whatever. Uh from that sh- faraway shot, it w- it kind of reminded me of uh, a special scene in 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 Twenty Four, they killed one of the main characters from a faraway shot. I, I I almost thought it was going to be a little bit grotesque, gruesome, and you'd just you'd hear the sh- the the gunshot and you'd just see the guy slump over. I <laughs> still have nightmares from Twenty Four when that happened. All right, but the guy dies and then his head gets floated up with all the other heads in the spaceship the uh hologram of the head fr- that was a creepy looking scene you know it's supposed to be it's supposed to be this this magical moment or whatever right and i'm like that's kind of gross <laughs> it's like the land of the underworld down there yeah <laughs> just exactly. the ghostly faces of uh just heads just heads yep. floating in a in, yeah yeah um, I know you didn't see the latest movie, It, the no. horror movie with the clown, but there's actually a scene that's similar, <laughs> similar shot, similar things happening, uh, from floating around and yeah, very similar actually. So they head back to the TARDIS. They head back to see Grandma Yaz, and Yaz's uh, grandma. They she says something specific. That people wanted to point out that I didn't even think of until after I saw the show. She said, do you really still want the story of the watch? And yes says no. People are like, she specifically said, do you really want to hear the story of the watch? Because she remembers yes in the past. Well, I was thinking... The reason Yaz is her favorite granddaughter is because she remembered Yaz in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how long she's been saying Yaz is her favorite granddaughter. Because Yaz only looks like Yaz now. A few years ago, she probably didn't. True. But so, she had the name. Did she go by Yaz in the yeah, past? she did. <laughs> I think okay. she did, yeah. All right, so maybe. And then, what? what was it that had her end up in, in the town they ended up in, was it, I thought it was like, uh, yeah, I think that was, uh, the grand. I thought it was the grandma's sister that decided to go there, not the grandma. No. The grandma did? Yeah, she, she just sort of, like, randomly picked a point on the map, I think she said, and she said it sounded exotic or something, right? Mm, Exotic. Yeah, so. That was the episode. Series 11 episode 6 What do you think of the episode? I thought I I was I thought the location was interesting. I I didn't i didn't quite hype it up as much as you did, I don't think. But uh I don't think it was as good as as Rosa. I wouldn't say it's as good as Rosa either. I I think I think for the most part the atmosphere of the episode does kind of feel eh-ish, but at the same time, if you look at it from a technical standpoint, it did a lot of things that you don't typically see from Doctor yeah. Who. So it, impress- it impressed me in that way, but I don't know if it's something I'm going to remember for a lot. Good point. Uh, And this was not written by Chris Chibnall. Yes, it's the first one. That's that's what I was hinting at. On the last episode, I had saw I saw that this one wasn't going to be... It's written by Vinay Patel. Vinay. Not Vinny. Vinay. It sounded familiar, but I, it, I don't really recognize anything else. Uh, he didn't write any other episodes, did he? He suggested arachnids in the UK. Okay. He actually... Okay, so he suggested the title for arachnids in the u.k he didn't write it he suggested the title basically they made an episode based on that title sort of like uh... snakes on a plane <laughs> how do you make a movie on snakes on a plane i don't know but for sure we need to get sam jackson in on it yep. i remember that that the the story goes they were gonna change the title of snakes on a plane to something more serious and samuel jackson said no because that's why he signed on to the movie, is because of a ridiculous title. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense. Did you see snakes on a plane? I, I did. It's good. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think from a technical standpoint, the episode's good. On a technical standpoint, it has some issues as far as feeling memorable. Um, even though this, what's this? It's a memorable moment. (laughs) (laughs) It has its issues. It's not amazing, but I did like it because it did feel unique as a Doctor Who episode. So this episode's short. Yeah. That's a short one. Especially gotta gotta edit this down, too. Alright, so, um, it's short because it's sweet. Uh, plus there's not... There's not actually too much to talk about with the episode. It's not that deep. It's not like it connects too much with anything. It's just interesting because it's unique. Um, I think that's that's part of why it doesn't stand out too much for me, is because it's not something that has a lot going on, you know. Right. I I'm, I'm you know I'm glad that it does feel unique and it does feel different because it's something to talk about. But other than that, the episode doesn't really stick with you long term one thing I noticed when uh after I was watching the episode I saw something on on Twitter it said something like Doctor Who fans uh s- said something like some people are disagreeing with the way that they're doing historical stories or or I don't know if it, I didn't look too close into it like I think I saw it I think it was that they didn't like the historical episodes they didn't like them having history episodes right it wasn't like that they just let them you know happen the way they happen and stuff like that no i think it was just plain and simple that uh they didn't like them doing it because they like having doctor who doctor who episodes where it's all doctor who you mean like sci-fi Sci-fi and, yeah, planetary stuff. And but that's, that's the thing. Doctor Who, when it started, the idea was half the episodes were going to be sci-fi and half of the episodes would be going to be history-based. Yeah. And they sort of drifted away from that, and I think it's a good thing that they're moving back in that direction. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, okay, so next week is another episode. Actually, I think I've seen the title for the next episode, and it looks ridiculous. The title. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it or not. Let's just say there's an explanation point in it. I think that's the next episode. Okay. It, it it's it's like a it's like a Batman thing. You know, like the '60s Batman thing. Okay. Don't know how that's going to go Anyways I have uh, no idea what the episode is going to be about Uh, Other than that Yeah that's it Um, Make sure that if you like this Podcast to subscribe Like and rate Tell your friends about it Because there's more where it comes from And even if you don't like it Subscribe because we like subscribers (laughs) Okay (laughs) Uh, Yeah All right. so We'll see you next week my name is Dave. I was the time with you this evening. I'm Andy, and he was the demon. All right, so uh, peace out. Peace out.